All right, team. Welcome back to the Monday Morning Dad podcast. I'd like to thank my uh, my sponsor today, McDonald's, for giving me this amazing large Sprite to uh, get me through the night. It just kind of hits a little different, you know. Uh, some of you may be thinking, wait a second, I just listened to a new episode yesterday. What's the deal? It's also Tuesday. Well, friends, today is a special day, and I've got a special guest here for you as well. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shannon. Say hi, Shannon. Hello, everybody. And today we are celebrating our eighth anniversary. By the way, did we did we figure out what we're doing for dinner? Are we going to that... Uh, that place on the water? I think so. All right. She says I think so. So uh, we do have plans, I guess, for our anniversary. But even though this is a dad podcast, I wanted to give you guys a, a quick introduction to my wife for a few reasons. Um, number one, there wouldn't be a dad podcast without the woman who made that happen. So thank you, Shannon. Number two, I... Uh, I just got a second microphone, so I needed her to break it in for me, but I, like I've said many times, I'm not the most technologically advanced guy, so I think because I got two of the exact same microphones, it's not working for some reason. If you guys are smart, please help me. I know I've reached out to a couple of you, and you, uh, yeah, it's it seems impossible to figure out. Anyway, uh, and number three, uh, Proverbs 12 says that an excellent wife or a wife of noble character is the crown of her husband, and uh, she is definitely a wife of noble character who provides a lot of wisdom and leadership for our family. So basically anything I ever communicate on here, I've learned from her as a mother, and I'm just passing it along. So uh, anyway, there's probably no better way to kick off an episode like this than with an argument right out of the gate. So uh, who wants to share the story of how we met? You can do that? Well, we always have to tell this in two different stories because they are indeed separate stories. (laughs) My version is always very different from Ryan's. And um, he likes to embellish certain parts that I tend to just glaze over. But I guess we, we met at CNU, Christopher Newport University, for those who do not live in Virginia. Um, and Ryan is a year older, so he he was working in the building that I lived in my freshman year, first time on campus. So he was the front desk assistant. And I would have to flash my ID at him every time I walked in the door. That's just the protocol for I feel like that's probably how it is on every campus but I don't know um so I always saw him but I didn't know who he was all I knew was that he liked to play Christian music during his his little stints while he sat there and I thought oh that's really cool (laughs) that's really interesting I don't know as a college girl I think you do a lot of like deep layering of there might be more there (laughs) I have no idea I was also dating somebody at the time so maybe I wasn't that deep but anyway um so we didn't officially meet until the next year and um so I went to a, a party and um someone finally introduces me to Ryan I knew his first name 
And actually, I forgot to mention that you did friend me on Facebook without ever really talking to me, which is like ultimate creepo status level. Are you getting closer so you can interject something? Yeah, I forgot to mention, uh, even though I got two mics and it wasn't working, we are sharing a mic tonight for this one. So that's why I can't Very close. I can't really offer too many rebuttals uh, during her story. But so far, so good. I think she's got it right. That's um, like the background of the background. Yes. I'm doing too many layers to this no, story. No, that's all right. She, I mean, that's important detail. She did refer to me as the cute FDA. Oh, I don't think I did say cute. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, this is your story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you tell okay. that. So we finally meet at this party. I said, oh, I'm, I'm Shannon. And um, Ryan replies with immediately. I said, oh, I know who you are. Yeah. Oh, I know who you are. And then like walked away. Basically, it was a dead end conversation because there was nothing there. <laughs> So anyway, I left this party thinking like this guy thinks that I'm a complete weirdo and also just has zero interest in even speaking to me. And that's officially how we met. I haven't had to retell that story in a long time. It felt very rusty. Well, I think she got she got the majority of the details, the details right. Um I did not make the the greatest first impression, but she uh, we went to a, a pretty small college, so a lot of our uh, circle of friends was we, we hung out at a lot of the same events. So she actually came over to our house quite a bit. Um, I, I lived with seven other guys in a in an awesome house. Rest in peace, three twenty Prince Drew. I know some of you guys are listening to this, but uh, Shannon would come over and hang out at our house and. So I got to uh, to hang out with her a little bit then, and we kind of just started dating from there. And uh, as the story goes, you, you get engaged, you get married, and uh, then you start having kids, and that's sort of where we are now. But for those of you who, who don't know Shannon very well, her love language is quality time, uh, for sure. And I'm often reminded by her a lot of times that she just wants to talk. I think I hear that uh, quite a bit, that uh, I just want to talk. And... I don't know if this counts as talking since yes. it's okay. She says, yes, it counts as talking. So, all right, well, I, I want to fire off a few questions that I thought would be fun to discuss on here, but it would only be even if I answer the, the questions as well. So don't worry. You're not on your own here with these, but you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. I think we may actually have the answer for the same answer for this first one but i'm gonna let you go first uh but if you could relive one day from last year which would it be okay i think and i think this is what you're gonna say too is they're probably gonna get tired of us talking about this too (laughs) is um so we are kind of known for being disney fanatics and um we just love Disney World. And we got to go with Ryan's parents in December, I think. Yeah, in December. This is a trip that Ryan tried to spring on me and surprise me with. But um, I think it got sabotaged. <laughs> anyway, we got to go. And because we had the grandparents with us, thank you, Sandy and Tim, we got to um, go out after the kids went to sleep for a kidless 
Magic Kingdom night, and it was like life-changingly different. <laughs> when you go with kids, it's vastly different. So when you don't have to lug around a stroller, you literally just bring what you need in your pockets to get through security faster. Um, you can just hop on rides. You don't have to worry about potty breaks. It's like, how, how are we doing Disney with kids? They totally slow you down. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my answer as well. But yeah, that, that night last December at Magic Kingdom, mainly because we had never done Disney World by ourselves, which was kind of, kind of crazy to, to think about. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the craziness during the fireworks and leaving the park. Uh, so I really just want a ch chance at redemption for that. So that's why I want to relive it. It was a lot of fun and I got to have a chance at redemption. But all right, the next question, getting a little deeper here. What has been the best thing for our marriage this past year? I was trying to remember when we started talking about trying to implement this, but we had kind of joked that we both we both have very opposite love languages and um sometimes it just takes and and it's also the the opposite love languages of um don't come naturally to us ourselves in making sure that we are meeting those love needs i guess um so ryan is physical touch and i'm quality time so we had joked about, well, why don't we just mark these things down on a calendar? So we, we started doing Monday night chats where Ryan and I would just kind of hang out after we put the kids to sleep. We would just hang out and talk and not have distractions. I think after kids go down, it can be easy to just turn on the TV or get lost on our phones or something or whatever else. So being intentional about spending some time that was specifically filling my love tank in terms of communication um, has been really helpful. We haven't been perfect at it, that's for sure, but I think it is something that I do look forward to during the week and know that like, oh, well, we'll have our little Monday morning or Monday morning. I wish it was Monday morning, Monday evening chats that we can just catch up on what happened during the week past and like what we're excited for moving forward or I don't know. It can just be like a good outlet. Um, so I've appreciated those chats because those are really fulfilling for me. Yeah, I admittedly uh, don't do a great job at it because it is one of those things that is hard for me. Uh, I don't love to talk <laughs> again. I <laughs> Ironic, since uh, here we are on this podcast. Well, and the interesting thing is, is when we were first dating and first, I mean, this is always where like you're, you're much better dating than you are like being married. Everything, a lot of things do change, but like you have to work really hard and work at um, like continuing to do those things. Like, I mean, continuing to pursue each other. And yeah, so I mean, we you would fall asleep like talking to me on the computer late at night like super late at night in college and I like loved those those were like literal pillow talk chats and <laughs> not in the same bed we right. were talking online <laughs> um 
but still like the concept of like chatting and like asking like what are your dreams what kind of family do you want to have like all those questions that the deeper questions other than like surface level stuff so still asking those questions what kind of family do you want to have uh i tried to for uh the first couple weeks tried to institute like a milkshake monday thing you know the the play on alliteration um i i love milkshakes a little more than than shannon does so i think that would have been weird if i was just the only one getting milkshakes every monday but for me i think it's something honestly that we've just done recently since COVID started, but uh, me getting up with the girls in the morning to, to give you a chance to get ready, enjoy some coffee, um, read your Bible, read your books, whatever uh, you want to do in the morning. It's, it's kind of weird thinking that one of the best things for our marriage is something that we do separately, uh, but I, I've seen you able to grow in your faith, and I think it allows you to, to parent well when you have a, a couple hours to yourself in the morning and, and you're ready to roll, like once you get that um, that time to, to really set your day um, and be able to spend some time in the Word. So that's been what I think is the best thing for our marriage this past year, and it's only been pretty recently, so pretty excited to, to continue that. But what has been the most difficult part of marriage that you didn't anticipate maybe not this past year but just uh you know the past eight years i think this is kind of related to what i just talked about but um i think communication hasn't come as naturally to us as we thought um i i think it's just easy especially when you've been not that we've been married for a long time but you know after I guess a year or two years, you kind of get in a groove and you almost don't have to say things like, you know, you know enough about your, your spouse where there's things you just don't have to ask or communicate about. You just do them. And so we're definitely in sync with a lot of that stuff, especially now that we have kids and there's just lots of little details, um, to remember and, so we, we are good at anticipating things and you're really good at anticipating things. But yeah, again, like when it comes to like just sitting down and talking <laughs> seems to feel a little more just difficult to do. And there are some days where I'll feel like, man, it's 10 o'clock. And I mean, I did talk to you because we're in the same house all the time and you work from home. So it can feel like we can go a day without talking, but we did actually talk, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think kind of the same same idea, just fighting against that monotony where it's very easy to get in those solid routines, which are great, uh, but then you forget about each other and the joy of marriage and the pursuit of each other, like you said. So those habits are, are hard to break, and uh, that's been the most difficult part of marriage for me as well, uh, just fighting against that monotony. So this is uh, an interesting one. Uh, but when were you the most proud of me? I think I was the most proud, and I don't remember the year that this happened, was when you preached your first and possibly last sermon. And sadly, I didn't have enough time to look it up, so I couldn't be prepared for what you talked about. But I remember it had to do with the heart. That was July 28th, my birthday. <laughs> Got to preach on my birthday, 2013. 
Uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, preached on Ezekiel 36. So I don't even honestly know if there's any record of that anywhere online anymore. So it may, it's gone. It may be gone no, forever. Still. We'll have to dig it up and find it. Yeah. So that was the first thing. That's like a real thing. I definitely was really proud. Um, and then probably just, I'm always proud of how much you, again, people are going to be tired of hearing us talk about Disney, but proud of how much you love to game the fast pass system for Disney World. Because I love not being able to stress about it. And Ryan just loves the, I don't, the game of like scoring the really hard to get fast passes. And I just get to reap the benefits of it. And I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things that I joyfully pass along to my spouse who clearly does it better and enjoys it. Like, I don't even know if I could go in and make a fast pass. I could probably do it if I really tried, but you are far superior and I like bow to it and do not have any desire to try to up that game for myself to surpass you. Wow, I am extremely honored. That is amazing. I I do take pride in that for sure. It is uh, an acquired skill, but I have been successful many times. Uh, you got to have a lot of patience with it, um, but we've gotten to uh, bless some of our friends that we've gone with too with getting some hard, fast passes uh, that they could experience some good rides. So uh, if you need some tips, hit me up. I have honestly now with them reopening like these past couple days i have no idea how fast passes are working and it's gonna be it'll be a a new experience for me too but uh for me when i was most proud of you i think the obvious answer is having a natural childbirth with both of our girls which i don't think can ever be topped i mean that was that was awesome just being in the room with both of those and seeing um just a completely different side of of you and uh, just a lot of the questions and doubts that you had going into motherhood and then uh, seeing those things uh, just completely go away. That was was pretty awesome. Uh, I think there's two other moments that really come to mind. One uh, is all the work that you put into starting your own business, uh, your own stationary business, Uh, because not only you're working – basically full-time with like a normal job you're also working to become a better designer and trying to figure out how to legally run and even grow a, a new business so I'm a little sad that those days are behind you uh, the Shannon Joy papery days but um, it was a lot of fun for me to watch from the outside and just see uh, how you really lit up using all of your creative skills and uh, I know you still get to do that occasionally but that was a lot of fun. And then the other one is, is so small, but I think it spoke so loudly at the time. And I, I really respected you for it too. Uh, but there was a time where, uh, this isn't going to sound great, <laughs> where you told a lie to cover up a situation and it, it could have just, you could have just let it go and everything would have been fine. Um, but you knew the, the right thing to do was to call that specific person and tell the truth and ask for their forgiveness and I know it was really really hard for you to do that but I was definitely proud of you for following through on that I know that was pretty vague but um, just wanted to uh, 
say that I, I really respected you for that and was was proud of you for that. But all right, moving into a, a little fun question. Second honeymoon. We get a second honeymoon. Where would you go? It it's hard because our first our first not that we had multiple honeymoons, but our honeymoon, our actual honeymoon was like Im- I feel like is impossible to top because it just it still is my favorite vacation that we've ever taken. It was the first time we both were in Europe, right? Was it both of us our first times? Yeah. And it it once you go to Europe, I'm sure anybody who's been to Europe, you just get bit by the Europe bug and you just want to see everything. So I feel like I don't really have a specific answer. Well, my first thought was Disney World, but again, we won't rehash that because again, going being able to go without kids would be really fun. Um and I think it would be really relaxing for us too because we've done it so many times. Um, so I, I think it honestly, if we were to go like, and COVID was not happening, if we were to go this year, it would have been a really fun vacation for us. And I don't know, second honeymoon probably would have been somewhere in Europe. Honestly, for me now, I think it's just going somewhere where you just sit and you like our, our honeymoon, we went on a a Mediterranean cruise where everything's just go, go, go. And like you're, you're at a different city, different country, basically every day. And yeah, you don't get a lot of time to just sit and relax and, and enjoy each other. Um, but I'm at that point now where I just want to have a little quiet beach chair, a little drink or, or five and someone making food for me every meal. That would be pretty awesome. Uh, the whole Disney thing, obviously we are obsessed and my, my perfect trip would be, uh, grabbing one of those Polynesian bungalows and uh, just enjoying that for a few nights. So that would be awesome if we could pull that off. But we'll see. we got 10 years coming up in a couple years. Maybe we'll do something big. All right, it's July 14th, 2012. What's one thing you'd like to tell yourself about marriage? I think it would be to reassure myself that I picked a really good one and <laughs> it's not that I ever doubted that Ryan would ever be a a, a bad husband I knew he would be a, a great husband and a great father and there were just a lot of I had a lot of doubts and um, mostly was just a lot of immaturity in my faith too and it would just be to give myself some confidence that like the Lord has picked this perfect person for you. He, this perfect imperfect person for you and you guys complement each other really well. And you're going to have a really great family and a really great life together. So I don't know if that's really marriage advice, but it would be more like me wanting to to calm myself down to some extent that like, hey, you did make a really good choice, a really good decision. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Obviously, I love that. But uh, for me, I'd say to to start growing in those godly habits and disciplines with each other from day one uh, and like pray together, read your Bible together uh, talk regularly. I think that would have been easier if we started that early on. I think that's one area where I had good intentions in the beginning 
um, and then kind of dropped the ball as time went on, kind of what we talked about earlier with fighting against that monotony. So really starting to grow in those godly habits and disciplines from day one with each other too. So that would be one thing I'd like to tell myself about marriage. But all right, Shannon, last question. How much do you love me? So much. (laughs) Uh, Her usual answer is enough. And I never know what that means. But anyway, all right, team. Well, there you have it. Just a a fun little episode today to introduce you to my wife, Shannon. And I'm pretty sure you will hear more from her in the future. But we're going to go get this anniversary party started now. So party started now. Got it. Go get those wins up. See ya.